1: hey everyone i'm laura adams and this is the money girl podcast where my mission is to help you live rich and love the journey i've been writing and hosting this show since 2008 And whether you've been with me for years or are a brand new listener, I am so glad to have you in the Money Girl community. This show is for busy people who want to learn more about a wide variety of personal finance topics. The show topics come from you, really. I get many terrific questions and show suggestions, so please keep them coming. But today's topic is straight out of my brand new book, Debt-Free Blueprint. How to Get Out of Debt and Build a Financial Life You Love, which I am thrilled to say is an Amazon number one release. It officially launches this Friday, November 16th, 2018. And at the end of the show, I'll tell you how to also get the early bird bonus gifts that are worth more than $350 if you pre-order the book before this Friday. This excerpt is all about managing student loans wisely. So, we're going to cover how restructuring them can work to your advantage and how to use some lesser known strategies to make your federal and private education debt more affordable. So, this show is for you if you've got student loans that you're struggling with, or even if you're not struggling with with them, you just want to manage them better, or maybe you're thinking about getting a loan or you've got friends or family members who are dealing with student loans and and not quite sure what their options are. As always, you'll find the notes for this show plus the full archive of podcasts in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is podcast number 568, A Six-Step Guide to Managing Your Student Loans, I know many of you are suffocating under a mountain of student loan debt. Approximately 43 million borrowers or 7 in 10 U.S. graduates are carrying over $1.25 trillion in student loans. That's a lot of student loans. The average debt is at an all-time high, which is $37,000 per graduate. No matter if you can afford your student loan payments or you're struggling to make them, I think it's important to know your options. Many graduates have multiple loans from a variety of lenders. So the first step is to get familiar with what you owe and who you owe it to. If you're not sure, visit your lender's websites or you can review free copies of your credit reports to get that information. You can go to creditkarma.com or annualcreditreport.com. Having all your loan accounts and their interest rates and terms listed in one centralized place is key. That's going to allow you to see the big picture of your finances and then know what to prioritize. If you have more than one federal student loan, the government can Consolidate or combine them into one loan with an interest rate that's a weighted average of all your rates. So, a consolidation does not reduce the interest rate, but it does give you some benefits. One is fewer accounts and payments to keep track of each month. Also, any older variable rate loans get converted into one fixed rate loan. And by the way, since 2006, all federal student loans are fixed. A consolidation costs no or very minimal fees, and it gives you lower monthly payments if the length of your payment term is extended. Both students and parents can consolidate education loans. However, you cannot combine loans that are in different names. Only loans from the same borrower can be consolidated. Even married couples have to keep their respective education loans separate. There are usually minimal fees to do a student loan consolidation, and you can work with any lender you choose. So you're probably wondering, what's the downside? Well, the major downside to consolidating federal student loans is that you may lose special features or benefits that come with your original loans. These might include forgiveness for public service work, forbearance for financial hardship, repayment options, and certain interest rate discounts and rebates. So always ask potential lenders what loan options you would have to give up in a consolidation. To learn more, check out the Loan Consolidation Calculator at finaid.org. And that can help you compare the monthly savings to the increase in total interest expense over the life of the loan. Carefully analyze the cost of repaying your original loans against the cost of paying for a consolidated loan. Now, let's switch gears and talk about private student loans. These come from private lenders instead of from the federal government. In general, you cannot consolidate federal and private student loans together. However, you can consolidate multiple private loans. The main difference is that unlike consolidating federal student loans, the interest rate on your new private loan is not a weighted average of your old loan rates. A private lender will evaluate your current financial information, and they may even give you a lower interest rate, which is actually a refinance. Doing a refinance means that you pay off one or more of your high interest rate loans with a new loan that has a lower interest rate. While the federal government offers consolidation, student loan refinancing is only available from private lenders. So as I mentioned, private lenders will evaluate your financial situation for approval. But if your finances and your credit are better than when you first got your private student loan, you may be able to refinance at a lower interest rate, which would allow you to lower your monthly payments. It would allow you to shorten your repayment time so you can pay off the debt sooner. You'll reduce the total amount of interest you have to pay, and you can choose a variable interest rate loan, which could be more affordable if you plan to pay off your loan relatively quickly. And you enjoy all the benefits of consolidation, including having one simplified monthly bill. So the idea is that when you have lower monthly payments, you can pay more toward your principal balance each month. And that pays down your loan faster and allows you to easily save money. There are private lenders that may refinance both federal and private student loans for as little as 2% or 3% with repayment terms ranging from 5, maybe up to 20 years every lender's underwriting requirements for refinancing are different. So you need to shop and compare offers from several companies to make sure that you get the best deal. And if you're not sure where to start, you might want to check out my online loan comparison chart for some of the best places to refinance your student loans. If you want to download this chart, you can text me, text my loans. that's just one word, my loans, or one phrase, to the number 33444 and then you can easily download this chart and take a look at what your options are. finaid.org has a great list of federal and private student loan institutions, including lenders that specifically offer consolidation loans. You can also get a consolidation loan directly from the U.S. Department of Education at studentloans.gov. If you have student loans that you want to whittle down faster without doing a consolidation, there are several options. So we're going to cover six more ways to make your federal and private loans more affordable.
0: If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.
1: Okay, now back to six ways to make your federal and private student loans more affordable. Number one is make accelerated loan payments. A secret weapon you can use to whittle down your balances on student loans or any type of loan faster and pay less interest without paying an extra dime is to make accelerated or biweekly payments instead of monthly payments. This strategy works for all types of installment loans, if they don't impose a prepayment penalty, which typically is not the case for student loans. Bi-weekly payments take advantage of the fact that one month out of each quarter has five weeks in it instead of four. There are 13 weeks in each quarter, not 12, and there are 52 weeks in a year, not 48. So it's a sneaky way to get the equivalent of one extra monthly payment made each year. That additional payment works wonders toward paying down a loan faster, which means you pay less interest over time. The strategy works especially well if you get paid every other week, so you can budget the biweekly loan payment to occur close to each payday. The second tip is pay more than the minimum. If you have extra money each month, you could pay more than a minimum payment. Let's say you owe $50,000 at a 5% interest rate for 10 years. Your minimum loan payment would be $530 and cost you about $14,000 in interest over the life of the loan. But if you pay an additional $100 each month, you'll save about $3,000 in interest and pay off the loan two whole years earlier. When you send more than the minimum payment or you make bi-weekly payments, make sure that you add a note to your payment indicating that you want that extra to go toward the principal balance. Otherwise, the lender may think that you're just prepaying next month's payment and simply hold it, which won't help you get rid of the debt any faster. Tip number three, use windfalls to pay down debt. As tempting as it can be to quickly spend a bonus, gift, or tax refund on a luxury item, remember that using a windfall to pay down debt is the absolute easiest, and most effective way to get rid of debt faster. When you get a raise or promotion at work, consider that a windfall as well and make sure you use that additional income to accomplish important goals like building an emergency fund, saving for retirement, or paying down debt. I recommend attacking your highest interest debt first because it's costing you the most. If you have debts with higher interest rates than your student loans, such as credit cards, personal loans, or payday loans, always pay those off first. The fourth tip is to explore loan forgiveness programs. Some types of federal student loans come with a forgiveness program that allows some or all of your debt to be eliminated. This might be the case if you work full-time in certain industries, such as teaching or medicine, or if you do public service work for a certain amount of time. However, be aware that some types of forgiven student loan debts are considered income. So you may still be on the hook for taxes on amounts that you do not repay. For example, if you earn $40,000 and you have $10,000 of student loan debt forgiven, you'd owe tax on $50,000 instead of $40,000 that year. So make sure you understand the future tax consequences for any forgiveness programs. The fifth tip is Find out if your employer has student loan benefits. Helping workers to pay down their student loans is an innovative benefit offered by some large companies. Check with your human resources department to find out what may be available. If your company has not created a student loan repayment benefit, you might want to propose it as a solution to stay competitive, retain the best talent, and help workers reduce financial stress. And the sixth tip is. Automate your loan payments. Many lenders offer to automate loan payments by drafting them from your bank account on a given day each month. They know you're less likely to miss a payment this way. But in exchange, your lender may offer a slightly lower interest rate, which helps you pay off your student loans a little bit faster. Your options depend on the type of loan you have, and you can learn more at studentloans.gov. Just remember that if you reduce your monthly student loan payment or lengthen the repayment period, that increases the amount of interest that you're going to pay over time. When you borrow from the government to pay for school, they expect you to pay back the loan on time every month. Defaulting on a federal student loan is very serious because the feds can use everything in their power to collect money from you, including garnishing your wages, keeping your tax refunds, and withholding benefits such as Social Security retirement payments. So if you ever find that you cannot make a student loan payment Contact your lender to explain the situation before they're forced to contact you. And finally, if you have a lot of student loans, don't get anxious about them. Simply make smart decisions about how to handle them going forward. Taking control of your debt is ultimately what gives you power over it. As I mentioned, I'm giving away a ridiculously valuable package of bonuses as a way to say thank you to everyone who pre orders my book before it officially goes on sale on November 16th, 2018. If you've benefited from this podcast over the years, I would love you to support me by pre-ordering Debt-Free Blueprint. You'll get access to one of my online courses, which is a $199 value, plus video lessons, access to my debt toolkit, recommended reading, and more all for pre-ordering the book, which only costs 9 dollars To see all the free giveaways and how to get them, send me a text message. Text pre-order with no space to the number 33444 or visit the books section at lauradadams.com. But do it now because the bonuses expire soon. They're only available until November 16th. Thanks for your support. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life.
0: If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak then this is your sign to call text or chat 988 for free confidential support anytime you don't have to hide how you feel